What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 174. On this episode, I'm joined by the artist Aaron Harris, where I talk about my Patreon and merch shop. And then we talk about his music videos, a little hip hop talk, talk about the police, Juneteenth, uh, the class system, more music talk. Thanks for checking us out. What up? Uh, First thing I got to do on this episode is talk about our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. If you go there and give any amount of money, a dollar or more, you'll get early access to the podcast. Uh, typically like Snappy's episodes come out three or four days early. Same with these, maybe even a little earlier than that, the Wednesday episodes. And then the music episodes you get weeks early. So if that's something you're into, consider it. Um, if you give enough, you can be a co-producer, get a shout out like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative, Bear and Pow Wow. They are who keep all this shit going. So if you see them in the streets, um, let them know you appreciate it. Also, we have a merch shop, which is, I think, shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast with Mo. Uh, I also made another one, which is shop.spreadshirt.com slash A to the Mo, uh, in case you're a fan of my uh, rap music or beat making, you could get uh, some shirts with that shit on there, too. So anyway, I think about it. And um, the podcast shirts, though, are very, very cool. And the podcast, you know, really blowing up. Dom's episode last week was a big hit, it seemed so we're, uh, we're going to see if we can keep it going. Um, all right. This week, I'm calling an artist by the name of Aaron Harris, who is, uh, I believe, a rapper, um, I think actor as well, out of Atlanta, Georgia. So we're going to figure out what all he does. Uh, he, we've played him on the music podcast for over a year now. And then randomly, he was just like, maybe I brought it up on an episode, but he was like, yeah, I'll call it in the podcast. So we set this up kind of in the last 24 hours. Uh, like I said, he's from Atlanta. There's a lot going on there. I thought it made sense. So uh, let's give him a call. Okay, can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool, cool. What's up? What's up? What's up, man? Uh, so uh, make sure I got everything right. I said you are a rapper. I bel- I thought also an actor from something I saw, and you're out of Atlanta, Georgia. Am I correct so far? Yeah, yeah. I- yes, sir. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, tell me about yourself a little bit. Like, what's a good uh, intro for you or summary, if you will? Um. Yeah, so um, I was originally born in Detroit, um, came to Atlanta, like, at a very young age. So pretty much, like, you could say I'm from Atlanta, from the South. Um, yeah, rapper, actor, uh, just all around creative, you know. Um, that's pretty much it. I, I don't really know what else to uh, right. <laughs> to say, really. <laughs> I got you, man. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I see you're always doing cool video shoots and stuff. Like, that's one thing that... Uh, myself as an artist, I just never do music videos for a couple of reasons. I don't know anyone that does that does them, and I haven't learned how to do it myself. Um, but I do think mm, it makes okay. you look really super professional. Like I think it makes it like looks so much cooler when you do have the music video, and I think you do a good job with it. So like, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I guess because um, you know I started off act, acting, so I knew a lot of people who did uh, you know videography and stuff. Right. So when I when I was um. When I was ready to write videos and stuff, I just had like a bunch of contacts already. So that kind of helped, you know? Right. Yeah, that's badass. Um, 
so whenever like someone asks you, like kind of like I did, do you think of yourself as a rapper first, or do you say you're an artist? Um, yeah, it's it's. I think of myself as an artist. Um, I think I think of myself as an artist that raps. Um, I think maybe early on, I was just rapping, and then I realized like I was kind of like putting myself in a box, you know? Right. Um, uh, especially because like uh, I come from like theater and stuff like that, so I can sing and I can do like other things. Um, so I was like, you know, might as well use my whole skill set, and um, yeah. So now, like, I just I guess I would consider myself like an artist or like a musician. Um, more so than like just a rapper, you know, but I, I do have my moments where like, I'm just like strictly on some rap stuff. Like, um, th- my next couple singles will just be like, just pure, pure rap and pure hip hop. So I'm excited about those. Right. Well, and I think a lot of times, uh, you know, cause I, I could think of myself as a rapper as well, you know, normally. And I for a long time, I wouldn't even say I was a producer. I would say I was a beat maker. Cause I didn't feel comfortable mm. enough in like my mixing skills. And I felt like you had to have like some sort of audio engineer sort of element to the production, but technically I am my own audio engineer. And so I'm like, well, I, I, I am a producer, I guess it just may not be at the, like the highest level, even though I think my beats are pretty dope. Um, yeah, it's, uh, that's all that matters, know? you know? Right. It's so, like, I wonder about that stuff. And then also like hip hop's such a fucking broad genre. Like I really wish we could like, have a bunch of subgenres. I just think that would be cool. Like I have friends that are into the EDM and they there's like, you know, 160 subgenres and they can hear a song and they're like, oh, this is in that subgenre. And they know it like instantly. Um I just think that would be cool because there's just so right, right, yeah. So much different stuff, you know. Like like I said, I like to think of myself as a rapper, but when I really think about it, I've noticed, and I think it's what you're saying, using all your skills. You know, even though like Lil Wayne's my favorite ever and, you know, I love Jay-Z, like I love all these rappers. I'm never going to be able to make music probably in that style better than them. Right. Like I would be a lot better to make like the best music I could make. Right. Like what can I make with my experiences and my, you know, I love Third Eye Blonde when I was in elementary school. Right. Like that has to somehow influence the beats I make. I don't know how, but like, you know, just like let me be me. And I think yeah. uh, a lot of people are just trying to copy, you know, they're like, oh, well, the baby 808's on fucking everything. Let's just do that on this next mixtape. And I'm like, I don't know. I just I just kind of follow my my heart, if you will, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Um, and I and hopefully uh I mean it's it's done well for me so so far. So I'm hoping to just continue to stay on that path. But yeah, like just um just trying to bring some bring something different to hip hop. Um not like not, yeah, like, like yeah, just being yourself and just like, because I have so many musical influences, um, you know, ranging from like uh, Jay-Z to like Tyler, the creator. Like, so I just have so many um, like musical inspirations. So I just try to bring it all together and just like, you know, create something that's different because it's like, why, why else are you doing it? I mean, I guess some people just like enjoy the making music, which is fine. But like, I just want to do something that's like a little different, a little outside of the box. Right. You know, um, and you mentioned Tyler, the creator, and it reminded me of a conversation I had in a discord server that I'm in earlier today. So I'm going to bring it up to you where uh, a younger rapper, his name is Mikey Lax, because he's going to be on my next album. And I, I think he's very good at rapping. This is not a hate on his rap. He, but he believes that Tyler, the creator is better than Pharrell because Igor is better than any album Pharrell has. And I made I would I will give him Igor's probably a better collective album. Um, 
than a Pharrell thing. But I was like, Pharrell's a fucking legend. Like, he made the grinding beat. What are you talking about? So just saying, like, there's this age divide as well in hip-hop, you know? Like, sometimes you did, like, there's times when someone tells me a song's awesome and I don't hear it, but I'm not saying they're wrong. It's just like, I'm I'm just too old, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what, when, when were you born? I was born in 88. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, because I was born in 94, and um, one of my, I have a friend, um, so like just being in, in the industry, like, you know, you meet a lot of different people from different age groups. So I have a friend that was born in like 99 and um, his his music taste is so different from mine. And I'm like, dude, like, what is, right. I mean, not like in a bad way, but I'm just like, I'm. it's just so surprising because you would think 94 and 99, it's not that big of a, of a gap, but his music taste is like, it's almost like a whole different, like, set of artists that he grew up with versus me um you know i grew up like on like you know ludicrous and like busta rhymes and stuff like that versus him he grew up on like drake <laughs> <laughs> right it is so different like little dickie's tv show uh dave like when it came out there were two rappers who i know are like fucking huge right now and i think they're from atlanta i want to say like little gunna and young thug maybe were on an episode where he meets them and like people are like, hell yeah. And I was like, I don't even know who these two people are off site. Like when someone's like, look at that person, mm. I'm like, I don't even know who that rapper is. Like that's how much that I've kind of missed the modern trap, right? When someone says trap music to me, I'm like, yo, yeah, T.I. I fucking love T.I. And people are like, no, mm. no, that's not what trap music yeah. is now. It's like people with these high pitched voices on like just dirty beats. Like it's it's its own subgenre, yeah. you know, that I've just kind of missed a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, it, it feels like it feels like everybody is doing trap music because like every every beat that I come across, well, not every beat obviously, but like ninety five ninety five percent of the beats that I come across are trap. Like whenever people hit me up for collaborations, it's a trap beat. So I feel like it's just hip hop has just gone in that direction. Right. Like everything, I would say, like trap has become like hip hop now. Right, I would say two thirds of my beats are trap beats. And I'll, honestly, I don't even really know, you know, I've been making beats for two years now, so I should probably know some more rules. To me, in general, I just think a trap beats like anything I make over 120 BPM and then a boom baps anything kind of under 100. And if I make anything between 100 and 120, that's actually like right. I, I enjoy that. Um, I just think of that as like boom trap. It's like a sped up boom bap. I don't know what the fuck the real rules are. Right, though. right. So. I get it. People are like, oh, that's a cool trap beat. And I'm like, well, I don't sit down and be like, let's make a trap beat. I typically am like, well, I got this new drum kit. Oh, these sound cool, you know, and you just start hitting your little buttons or whatever. So, I mean, it, it just yeah. permeates. Yeah. Like, you listen to music, and then that's kind of what you regurgitate in a way as well. So, Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's why it's, it's, it's really important. Like, I know for me, like, I'll try to, like, listen to a lot of just, – just, like, discover, like, a lot of different music that I'm not normally, like – that I wouldn't come across normally. That way I can – always keep it like you know diversify it and not keep not keep making the same song i mean you you mentioned you come from theater and uh, i think i I saw where you've done acting and all that so something i've noticed since i've made beats is the soundtrack of a movie is like so fucking awesome now so like i went with my wife to see little women sometime within the last year i don't remember when that came out and i was just blown away at like the fucking classical music in this movie, right? I was like, holy shit, it's so good. And I would have never thought about that before I made beats or, you know, or made, was making music mm. as often as I am. Like, I would have just been like, oh, okay, yeah, it's there. Um, whereas now I'm like, oh my God, how are people not freaking out about this? And like, no one cares, you know, that you talk to. They're like, yeah, that's fucking music in the movie, man. 
right. <laughs> right. Like that's how it works. Uh, yeah, like you, yeah, you definitely have a, a different appreciation and a different ear when you're a music maker, right? Because um, because yeah, because I think yeah, because like a lot of people who don't make music, they just listen to it kind of passively. Um, whereas like if you're if you make music, you're listening to like oh like what's the structure of the song? What's what? What's the production? What's the BPM? What's the key? Like you know, it's so technical, but it's fun, you know. Right. Well, fun to like dissect all those things. Something that stuck with me when I first started making beats uh, on some YouTube video I watched, the guy was just like, basically the key is building pressure and releasing pressure. And he was like, if you're new, you don't know what that means, but someday you will. And then I remember at some point in time realizing like, oh, that's exactly what you're doing. Like you're building pressure and releasing pressure in a song. And like, that's what feels satisfying. So I always try to remember that for if anyone out there makes mm. uh, some beats. Uh, it's helped me, but I know like, that that's not like a a real rule that's not like here do these steps it's a feeling so it's kind of hard to explain um with you being right. in, uh, in Atlanta I did want to ask because on the last episode of my podcast I believe it was me and my cousin did talk a little bit about the the situation um but the I can't remember the man's name at the moment so I apologize that guy got shot in Atlanta by the police officer police officer was fired like what's it like being in Atlanta during all of this Oh yeah, it's it's really um it's really a lot going on. They're protesting every day. Um people are um like and they're protesting like not just in Atlanta, but like even on the outskirts of Atlanta, the city, the different cities. Um yeah, it's it's just been like a real um, you know, it's it's unfortunate, like like it's unfortunate like what happened um to the guy that got killed and um but it's it's a good thing that like we are you know, it's a good thing that uh, social media and that like people are aware of what's going on because because before like before, like shit was happening in the 90s and stuff you know what i mean but it was just no social media like social media wasn't like as um prominent as it is now so the fact that like stuff is being seen and like um this stuff is not being like swept under the rug is a really good thing um and also that people are rallying like worldwide to um to like you know fight for the cause so yeah it's it's been a really uh, good thing. But yeah, Atlanta's been crazy. Like you have to avoid certain streets and you, you th- we've had a uh, curfew um, like super early. Like I think, um, I think they've got, they've got now, but like last week our curfew was like seven or something. Uh, and um, you can't, you can't be walking the streets like after seven. So um, yeah, like in a lot of my friends and family, like I've been protesting and I've been going to protests. And so like, yeah, it's just been really a really interesting time, especially with the Corona stuff too. So it's just like, yeah, it's just a lot going on. Like a lot of we're, we're being, we're being stimulated like a lot right now, I would say for sure. Yeah. It's definitely crazy out there. And I think that one's uh, an interesting scenario because I do think on paper, you know, if there was no video um, and you have, you know, on paper, guy grabbed a taser, ran from the cops, all that. A lot of people are like, well then yeah, you take the risk, which I've said like a million times. Like I just don't, believe running from cops means you should die i don't i don't get how so many people think that um but once you see the video to me and where i live in oklahoma you know it's very conservative and so i'm not you know i'm probably in the minority here to me when i see the video of someone running away i'm just like well i feel like that could have been avoided right like i don't know i don't know so it's i'm sure there in atlanta it's way different because you know it's a lot closer but I know here that's like the argument of like, well, that if he wouldn't have ran, you know, just let him get arrested. And I do think the guy, you know, uh, me and my cousin last episode talked, we've both been put in a drunk tank before. So um, 
you know, I get people are like, just go in the drunk tank. But there are thousands of stories of uh, black people getting put in a drunk tank and not coming out for days later on some other shit, you know, so. uh, Right, right. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, so I try to stay kind of uh, I kind of I kind of try to stay disconnected from like social media and like not social media, but like just the media in general, because I feel like it's always like they always try to get you to believe what they want you to believe. So (laughs) I haven't even really like, I haven't watched the video because just because like, I'm, I don't want to be like, as a black man, like I just don't want to watch like someone else, like be killed by a cop. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not something like once I heard what happened, like I can already like picture it in my mind. So I don't want to, I don't want to do any more damage to my, my psyche by watching the video. Um, So I'm not even sure of like all the details, but what I do know is like, there's there there's other ways of like de-escalating a situation besides just straight up killing people. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I don't know, I don't know, um, I don't know, like, yeah, like I said, I don't know all the details because I know he had a taser. Like people have been telling me he had a taser, he ran. So that like people are like, oh, that, that justifies him being killed. Like, I'm like, no, nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like, nothing justifies there's ways there's ways to de-escalate situations without straight up just killing somebody. So right. I mean you're that's my um you're preaching to the choir that's here. That's my take on it. That's what I say every episode <laughs> and people get annoyed. They're like, come on, sometimes cops should kill people. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like let's do some rubber bullets, capture nets, smoke grenades. Yeah, like know. yeah, for sure. Like yeah, I play video games. The, um Yeah, especially with the um with the George Floyd, like he was he was already handcuffed, so that was definitely unnecessary. You can't even like really defend. I don't know how you can defend the George Floyd, but um, right. Well, you can't defend that, and you can't defend Breonna Taylor. And then if you bring those up, you get met with, uh, "Well, what about these people that did kill cops?" And it's like, "Well, they went to jail." Like that's oh, I don't know. It's a weird argument. Weird argument in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I can see like there's some gray area with um, Rashad Brooks, uh, the one that got killed at the Wendy's. Um, but with the with George Floyd and the other people you mentioned, like, you know, it's it's there's no there's no gray area. It's just like it's just wrong is wrong, you know? Right. And um and yeah, like, yeah, something needs to be done. So it's 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 really good to see that. And it's good to see a lot of companies too just speak out against like I know Spotify um participated in like the blackout and like Reddit and just like a lot of companies are showing support um for Black Lives Matter. And it's just really cool to see like you know, it's just cool to see the world get behind the movement, and um, yeah, hopefully things are are uh, on the right track to change. Right. Well, hell yeah, good. I mean, I hope you stay safe out there. I mean, I know coronavirus spiking up is what they're claiming. You know, everywhere. Um, and again, I just have to say, this, I'm not against the coronavirus. I think it's for sure real. I just they keep saying protesters have it, and they might. I just don't know when they're getting tested. I don't think people are going from their protesting to the hospital, but I don't know. Maybe they are. <laughs> right. I don't think, I mean, honestly, like, I don't think people are getting tested unless there's something wrong. Um, just because um, the test is so, well, I, I've heard there are different tests. I heard there's the one where they, they, they stick you in the nose or something. Yeah. And then there's the, the other one where it's like, it's like a rapid test, but the rapid test isn't as accurate as the one where they have to like, you know, kind of like go into your respiratory system right um so i yeah like and i'm not trying to have nothing stuck up my nose unless like i had a reason like i'm sorry like i don't know if that's selfish but i don't got no corona system so i'm not about to be having nothing stuck up my nose like i'm sorry (laughs) right and that's what a lot of people are pitching at the moment you know 
I think we're at an interesting time because the the public's um, thought process about Corona, like they're just over it, right? Like we don't give a fuck anymore. And uh, maybe we should if these numbers are right. So it's just interesting what happens going forward. Yeah, it is interesting. And then like a lot of clubs are opening up too. Like I got invited to the club last week and I'm like, dang, the club is open. <laughs> so yeah, there, there, you know, there's people who are staying in the house and not coming outside. And then there's people who are going to the club. So it's really you have a mixed, you know, you have a mixed uh, reaction from people. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to, I don't like to live in fear. So I, you know, I'm washing my hands and I'm wearing my mask, but I'm still doing, you know, I'm not letting it, I'm not letting it stop me from doing what I want to do other than going to the club. I don't think I'm, I don't think I need to be going to the club right now. Cause that's like not a necessity, but um, right. But um, yeah, like I've been going out and just like working and like going to the studio and like just doing everything I need to do. Um, just to feel happy, you know, but still trying to stay safe at the same time. But like, I'm not going to be living in fear. They're not going to like try to like, oh, stay in the house. Like, no, nah, I can't stay in the house. I got to, I got to pay rent. Like <laughs> I don't have that luxury. Right. Um, so, so yeah, I, I agree. Uh, my job, I'm currently on call, but this week I've been called in a lot. So, and, and it's one of those things where like, it kind of annoys me cause I want to not work. Um, whenever mm. you, you know, you're at home, but you're on call. So it's like, it's somehow more annoying than if I was just at work for my schedule oh, okay. time period. Yeah, you know what I mean? That. Like, so, I see that. so it's something I'm getting used to, but I believe next month I have to check back in. So where we'll be on site, but I did have a question for you because you're from Atlanta and I have a feeling, you know, all about this. You're actually calling me on Juneteenth. So this will come out next week, but you're calling on the day and I've never really talked about it on the podcast because I don't fucking know much about it. Um, I will say my first exposure to Juneteenth and even knowing what it was is off the TV show Atlanta, which is one of probably one of my top five favorite TV shows. It's currently kind of going like I just fucking love that show. And uh, they had an episode where there's a Juneteenth celebration. And then, uh, you know, there's like this white guy who loves African heritage. And it's uh, it's a really funny episode. Uh, but do you like, is it something that you've always celebrated or known about, or is it something that's picked up steam lately? Cause I guess that was like two years ago that I heard about it. Yeah. Um, honestly, I just heard about it too. Um, maybe a few years ago. Um, it's never, honestly, I, yeah, other than like, it was, it was mentioned to me, um, maybe a couple years ago, but like, that's never been like a, a big holiday, um, for me personally, like in my family, like we've never, um, that's never been like a thing for us, but, um, I mean, that's, that's cool. I mean, it's, it's definitely cool. Like, um, to see that, um, more, you know, more, uh, holidays, uh, celebrating, uh, black freedom and just black overall, like the, for the culture. Um, but yeah, no, like it's, it's, it's definitely been a thing. I mean, for me, at least I don't know about everyone else. I can't speak for all black people, but like, <laughs> right. for me, it's been something no, that's I been need, recent. I need an answer for the whole race, please. <laughs> yeah yeah no i i can't speak for everybody but yeah like for me i know um that's never been like a a big thing um but hopefully going forward um it, it can be a thing and you know they can talk about it in uh in schools and in the history books and stuff like that because yeah they don't they don't even mention like this in um in, in my history class they didn't mention nothing about no juneteenth so yeah um right and- but it's, it's yeah it's cool like bring more awareness to um you know, our history and that way we don't repeat it. Right. And more or less for for anyone that's like, they have no idea, you know, they're like, what the fuck's Juneteenth? It's more or less like, uh, black Americans independence day in a way. Um, and that's another, uh, 
thought of like i'm reading about like calling people black versus you know because some people like i personally just call people black because all my friends that are black have never had a problem with that um right and uh you know but also like my best friend's Indian, like Indian, like Native American, and he wants to be called Indian, and not all Indians would agree with him. So again, not one person could speak for a whole race. But like sometimes people say like African American, and it's like, man, what if that person's from like Jamaica because they don't go by African American, or like I don't know, or what if like yeah. someone's family moved here after the slave trade, you know, on either side, whether right. black or white. So if when you're like, oh no, you white person, you you've been built on this, so like. My parents moved from Germany like 30 years ago or, you know, whatever. Like when those situations yeah. happen, I'm always like, oh, yeah, we can't be going too broad of a brush here. Like uh, it's just interesting. And I know a lot of people worry about it. Like I see a lot of older white people be like saying African-American over and over again. And I'm like, hey, I think you can just say black. I don't think y'all need to be so. Yeah. I mean, a- African-American is the is the like politically correct term. It's more um, in it's more formal. Um, so you, so I, you would use that like on job applications right. and like <laughs> shit like that. But like, if, if you're talking to your friend and like you're calling, you're calling them African-American, it's kind of just like, it's not disrespectful, but it's just weird. Cause it's like, so tech, it's like, so, uh, formal, you know what I mean? Like, it's like calling somebody, like, it's like calling your friend, sir, or something, you know, it's just weird. Right. It'd be like, it's like, kind of like Caucasian. Like, just say I'm white. You don't have to say I'm Caucasian. Yeah, Caucasian. Like, yeah, call it like calling a white person Caucasian is like so formal. It's like, golly, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's technically the right term, but it's just like so formal. So, yeah, if I'm around, um, I mean, I, I don't even think I think you I use Caucasian. Like, I've never used, used I just say white or black or. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, but I'm just not a formal person. So that, 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 that just depends on what type, what type of words people like. Um, some people, uh, some people prefer black. Some people prefer African American. It just really, right. just really just depends on who you're talking to. All right. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail dot com. Perfect. Boom. And something else kind of probably too weird to talk about, but I'm going to, I've been thinking a lot lately how like humanity is really tied to culture and then like whatever culture humans have in whatever region or time period, it just depends a lot. Like that decides what they think's moral, what they think's right, what they accept. Like it's not like everyone's like, you got to be human or the human thing to do or humane thing to do. And it's like, well, that's not a thing. It's all about what society and the culture at the time deems as appropriate. So a lot of this stuff is in flux. It's just uh, it's always going to ebb and flow, and there isn't like probably going to be an endpoint, you know. Or people are like, right, thinking someday we'll have it all figured out. We never will have it all figured out. I, I don't think. I think it's going to be like a you know pendulum. <laughs> we'll go back and forth and yeah, yeah, because th- yeah, things are constantly changing. Because um, you know, like if if you grew up if you grew up during a time where there were slaves, you probably think slavery is like normal, um, and that's like you know, a humane thing, well, but even it's really, it really for, wasn't. Even for the slaves themselves. Uh, I mean, there are, you know, books, maybe these books are lying, you know, you know, history was written by whoever could write, but like there were certain right. slaves who they didn't <laughs> want, they didn't want to, 
be free because they were, you know, 60 years old and lived their whole life as a slave. Kind of like the people that go to jail for a long time and they're like, well, I don't want yeah. out of jail. Like, this is my life now. So, like, even then, you know, and people would have used that slave the way people, and this is a, hey, like, use Candace Owens now where they're like, well, hey, so-and-so doesn't want to not be a slave. So let's listen to him. And it's like, well, that's kind of a poor example to grab. You know, so I think there's just a lot of gray areas and a lot of things, uh, and at the end of the day, I always got to say rich people are just taking advantage of poor people. And that's still what's happening today. Uh, that's Yo, where I'm at. <laughs> I was trying to tell somebody this um, the other day. Like, I um, there's definitely like a, racism is definitely like a thing. And like, it's definitely a problem in the country. But I feel like it's more um, I feel like class, the class that you're in is even more um, more indicative of like how you'll get treated. You know what I mean? Right. Um just just based on like where you live because because if you think about it like other than like like your race yeah but like if you have money you can move into nice neighborhoods you can drive nice cars you can you can go to the best schools and and you can eat the best food and stuff like that and all of that um is is like quality of life versus just like i I feel like I, i just feel like that's more important now than um well not more important but it's 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 equally important um as your race, like what social class are, do you fall under, you know, right. like a lot of people don't consider at the end of the day, America is, is run off of money. You know, everything is about money. So when they, um, when they, um, when they have things like, and it's catered to white people, sometimes it is like, oh yeah, like we don't want to cater this to black people, but sometimes it's just like, no, we'll make more money by catering this to white people, you know? Right. And well, that's kind of the grocery store argument. You know, my wife's always like, well, you got to build grocery stores in these neighborhoods. And I understand why that's important. But I'm like, but a company has to make that decision. And then if an insurance company is going to say, well, this building's more likely to be, uh, you know, looted or whatever. So we're going to raise your insurance prices because of the neighbor. Like it's more than just needing a grocery store. There's like so much more behind it of money. Right. Like someone has to buy and put in a grocery store into the neighborhoods. Right, right. But um but yeah, like I think I think I think um um I think it's bigger than like oh like cuz some people some people think that um white people are all privileged and I there for the most part yes, but there are some white people who um who don't have a lot of money and um there are some black there are some other people of other races who are wealthy and if 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 we're talking about rank in society like the per- the white the white person without me and you have a, a a non-white person that has money. The person that has money is gonna have a better life. I mean, I'm just right. I'm just being real. Like that's that's the way I I perceive it. Right. Well, um, I've always said now that, the like uh, of course like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. See, I've always said that race uh, or I'm sorry that class I think is a bigger indicator, and it really got in my mind whenever I'm sure you've seen these memes like the growing up black sort of thing, and a lot of the growing up black Twitter comments or memes were like things I went through growing up in like low income housing. And I'm like, this is just called, it should be called growing up poor. Like, yes, I think a lot of black people are poor, so it kind of fits there, but it's like, this isn't a a race thing. And then I do think whenever you preach the race card, even like, I think black lives matter is great. um, But I think if you could just preach against police brutality, you know, you would get some of these poor white people on your side, but for whatever reason, the poor white people view Black Lives Matter as like against them. For I don't, I'm not saying it is, but that's how they view it for some reason because it is somehow dividing people. That's how they view it, yeah. Right, and it's like, well, you, no, it's not. 
Yeah, yeah, and and, that, and that's where that's where the media comes in. Um, because I'm sure that it was a, I'm sure it, I'm sure it was just like it started out as just like a a thing, a police brutality. But when the media takes hold of things and like the masses get to it, it turns into something different. Right. Um, just like how everybody wasn't necessarily looting, but that became like the focus of the um the news and stuff. Right, and uh, now that they're peaceful, like, they don't even about the people show protesting. Them. Right. Right. So, yeah. So everything is just like, yeah, everything is just it's, it's just skewed by the time it gets it gets to the media. It's just like it's been you getting like two percent of the truth, if that, you know. Right. I agree. I agree. So, um, but as far as like the whole Black Lives Matter, uh, um, I think um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I've never seen a white person to get killed by a cop, but I'm sure it happened. Um, there's, maybe the there was a very good story on it. Right. So that's, I think, and I to share in the story because there was a guy, it was a year or two ago, um, a white guy begged it for his life and then the cops killed him. Very similar to these videos of a black man being killed. And a lot of white people, not all, of course, but like the select few who are still preaching all lives matter, they will share that story as a why didn't y'all care about this? But when you go back and look, the Black Lives Matter movement did care about that. At the time, they tried to use that story as a see, it happens to white people too. But people just ignore that right. part. You know, it's like, no, they've always been there and I've, I've just always been against police brutality like like we started off with like i'll just never be for it and i don't understand why they would have to shoot someone begging for their life or in whatever any scenario so uh right and it does and if you look at the numbers of actual raw numbers there's more white people killed um than black people by cost but percentages it skews way heavy towards you know the black population being overly uh murdered as you know were killed and then if you look at other things there's this uh thin blue uh, line website, you know, that honors fallen soldiers. So people have been going to that website and they've noticed like over half of the cops killed on that were killed by other cops hitting them with their cop car. So like cops are coming onto mm. a scene too fast, killing the cop. Mm. And then that's actually how most cops dies from other cops or friendly fire. It's not even from these. So, you know, if people want to look at like real statistics and we got to look at those two, if you're going to bring up other little, like, cause I can't stand when someone brings up the, like, well, look at his criminal history. Like, we killed him, but what was his criminal history? Like, that somehow matters. To me, it's the same argument right, right. as, like, I remember losing a friend in college. Not, like, we were still friends. We didn't hang out as much because I I hate the argument that if a girl's wearing slutty of clothes, she's asking to get raped. You know, that sort of feeling. I'm like, a oh, girl could come in this right. room butt-ass naked right now, and unless she gave me the go-ahead, I'm not having sex with her. So, like, what are you talking about if she's wearing skanky clothes? Like... <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy talk. And so that's to me the same thing of, well, the guy died, but he had a criminal record. And I'm like, well, that doesn't matter. Like, what does that have to do with killing him? So, yeah, uh, some yeah, things I just don't sure. get, you know, and then people, other people can argue it. So like they believe it so hard. The other side that now I'm like, how are we even alive in the same time period? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I just think that, you know, people are going to see what they want to see. And, you know, just, just, yeah, if you take your if you take your uh, ego out of it and just see it for what it is, then you know it, there's no like the people who are who are against Black Lives Matter. Like, I just don't get it because it's like it's not because it, e even though this is like a Black Lives Matter thing, like it really affects everybody. You know what I mean? Like, like it affects like not just Black people, but any um any like low class or like any people who are not um who are not well off or not wealthy. Um, and you get you get pulled over by a cop. It's not just black people that are 
trying to benefit from it, but we're the ones who are the voice of it, if that makes sense. Right. So I don't understand why. Um, well, black people make things cool. Well, I mean, I, I do. I, I understand why, but but you have to you have to look at it from 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 both perspectives. Right. Like, because we're, we're just not riding for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, we have better things to do. So I think that's what a lot of people think is like, oh, we have nothing better to do. It's like, no, like, this is this is a problem. Like, th- people are dying. It's not about um, politics or it's not it's not about that. Like just people are dying and just trying to stop that from happening. That's, that, that's all it is at the end of the day. It's nothing political about it. Like, like take the politics out of it. Like people are dying and we're trying to stop that from happening to, to we're trying to stop uh, from, from happening again, you know? Right. And well, the world we live in, I mean, something like coronavirus and then something like police brutality becomes political. Something that you should like, everyone should be able to agree like, hey, we should not get a virus and you should not be killed by cops. But the political parties divide and one chooses one side and one chooses the other side of these topics. And I'm like, how is this not just everyone agrees? So that's where I get confused. Right, right. And the thing is, like, the law, the law. So these people who are killing people, they need, they need prosecuted as people who somebody who's killed somebody. That's, that's really all it is. Like, if 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 these people want to kill black people, then just d- prosecute them like any other murder case. That's that's. The, that's the only thing we're asking for. You know what I mean? Right. Like, um, hopefully they stop doing it. But if they if they're not they're not going to stop, then just at least prosecute like a normal person. Don't give them any special treatment just because they're cop. Right. Cops. Yeah, I mean, they're you, not above law. If you know they're I mean? not, like, you kill somebody, you should be held held responsible for that. Right. And I mean, if you're not going to be held responsible, they're going to just keep killing people because there's no consequences. Exactly. And that's why we have third degree murder and manslaughter and all of those things, because because, you know, sometimes stuff is an accident. I get like we're not saying we're not saying that, like, everybody's everybody's like targeting black people. But like, you know, like it's, it's been a it's been a disproportionately amount of black people killed by cops. So we're saying that it's a problem and it just needs to going forward. It just needs to be addressed. You know, it just can't be swept, swept under the rug like like they, they um Honestly, like if 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 this wasn't like people are protesting and stuff, they let let the cops back onto the force and stuff. Like like nothing probably would have happened to them. Right. To them, you know, and it's it's just sad. One more thing: the guy that was killed in, killed in Georgia. Um, it's it's like so I can't remember his name, but he was running like he was jogging and he was like you know you know ambushed by some white people. Oh yeah. Um, that those the cop that it was a cop that did it or not a cop. I, I'm sorry, like like I said, my facts are all screwed because people be just be telling me stuff. I don't be be reading, but um, the guy guy it, it happened a while ago. Like um, the video starts like May. It happened um, in February. But it happened in February or yeah. March, and the it happened in February, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So it happened in Fe- happened in February, but like we seen the video and like the cop wasn't even um or not. I don't I don't I don't, don't want to say I don't know if the guy was a cop or he was he had something to do with law enforcement, but. Yeah, he wasn't even like, he wasn't even wasn't even charged charged with anything until like the video out, and like they that's when they started like really like trying to, trying to, you know, uh, charge him with stuff. And I'm just like, dang, like dang. So if nobody would have wasn't if this wasn't brought to the light, y'all would have just let him like him like run for right. And they do it again, basically, you know. And so that like story, that, they that's to me. they completely instigated it, and they were just looking for someone to kill, more or less. Um, that one was fucking wild. I would be pissed off too if I was a black person. I think I think I'm kind of pissed off about it as a white person. Yeah, like any like anybody anybody should just be off because it's just it's just like it's just wrong. Like, well, I guess 
Yeah, it, yeah, it's just wrong. Like, I mean, but I guess like for me, for me, because I'm a black person, like I, 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 I for because it's like, oh shit, that could be me. Like, like you know, it's like you kind of like, I guess as like if you're looking at it like as a white person, or not, not even just as a white person, just like if you're not black and you're looking at it, you're probably you're probably just like, oh, that probably will not happen. It's almost like when you're young and like you see old see older people like die of sickness and stuff. You're just like desensitized to it because like oh like i'm 20 like i'm not about to die from no cancer or nothing and then as you get older you start to understand like oh wow oh, wow i should have like this is a real thing you know yeah uh it totally so, is you I know guess, uh, i guess that's that's what's going on there right well when do you have new music coming out you said you were in the studio do you have any any plans yeah yes yeah, so i so i i dropped i dropped an ep in april and um I was just, I was just kind of like, you know what? Like, let me just take a break and just try to find some new inspirations and just try to try to do, come back with something different. So I took, um, took maybe like six weeks off and just didn't do anything. And so now I'm trying to get back into the groove of like writing music. So I've just been like, um, cause I feel like I have writer's block, but, um, I'm trying to work through it, but yeah, I do have, um, I have two songs songs ready that um i had finished prior to this break so i'm going to release those and then in the meantime i've been working and working on stuff just trying to um just trying to get some get some stuff out. I'm, i feel like i'm a perfectionist but yes some stuff is coming i just gotta just like say fuck it and just release it you know right yeah i'm definitely not a perfectionist i'm a i, I just make the songs and then i keep mixing them until i have like enough song like it's it's reached a critical mass where i'm like oh shit i need to put something out so because if not my computer is going to crash and i'm going to lose all this and then i'm going to fucking hate myself <laughs> right that's definitely a, a, a i have a 256 uh hard drive on my laptop so i'll be like okay i gotta release something because yeah i'm getting to capacity <laughs> right well i've lost when i started making beats you know i lost a, my first big wave of like when i was learning it because my computer crashed so now i have a backup hard drive that i save stuff so unless like a lightning strike somehow takes out both hard drives which is possible um i think i'll be okay everyone tells me i should uh buy like you know some online storage to save it in, but I'm like, I don't want to pay for that mm. shit. Uh, but I don't mm. know. that's the future, I guess. <laughs> right, right. No, listen, I understand. Understand, like we only have you. We only have so much resources as, as a uh, indie independent, independent uh, artist. You only have so, have so many resources. So it's like, fuck, I'm not paying for line storage. Right. That's like, and like, I, for instance, people ask me why I don't put my music on SoundCloud, and I'm like, because I pay for it to be on Spotify. You can go fucking listen to it on Spotify. What are you talking about? Um, it's very, very much a cheap reasoning. Uh, oh, so you you don't you don't upload your music? I used to upload it, but like no one really listened there. And then once I got him on Spotify, I got so many more listens. It seemed like so I don't even really waste my time. But I, and I think SoundCloud has a reputation of a certain type of rapper that I'm not, and uh, most of the plays are fake and robots, or a lot of them are. So I just don't really mess with it. Yeah, I, I I I definitely I definitely feel you on that. Sometimes because I I still upload my stuff to SoundCloud too. Some days I'll be like, damn, like is this what's how I do it? Because I have some it, there's there's like one or two of my friends that only use SoundCloud, and they I like I'm like I don't want to dis I don't want to right I don't want to disappoint them or make them outcasts. <laughs> right, and I do so, upload my podcast to yeah. SoundCloud, so I do enjoy it for that. I think it works well, and. 
and like I said, if I if I would have gotten listens on my artist SoundCloud, I maybe would have done it. But I just would get so few compared to everywhere else. I was like, ah, not worry about it. And people can rip it, you know, with like ClickOn and those other websites. They can like rip your shit really easily off SoundCloud. So not not that I really care. I guess you know, mm, I'm not making okay. money, but yeah, yeah, uh, that's a that that is a thing. Um, yeah, I. I, I guess that is a thing. I, I know a lot of people who are, I know a lot of art, other artists and they're, they're really scared of like their shit being stolen. And, and, um, that's never been like, like, I mean, I guess as a beat maker or a producer, then that's, that's, that's different because like, that's, that's how y'all make money. That's how y'all eat. But like, I've never understood, like, I have a lot of, a lot of artist friends and they're like, oh yeah, like, I don't want to like release this until like, it's like copyrighted and like, and like the government's paperwork. And I'm just like, dude, like, that's like, it's like, I mean, I get that. Like, do it. I had a friend like he waited like three months, three months, um, to release his album because like the government was trying to trying to clear his um his copyright right, and I'm just like dude like nobody somebody steals your shit like it's gonna be hard to like really prove it you know what I mean in court and stuff like that and then um just think about like like it would just, it would just cost a lot to to even sue somebody so it's like they would have to be make a substantial amount of money from your um your property or whatever but like I just never like. I'd never understood like why, like why people are so scared of that. Um, other at least, right. but um, but yeah, no, I just release my shit and like if they steal it, then shit, fuck. <laughs> right, and oh, I was definitely um, that way for a long time, and I think for me, yeah, when I started making beats, um, I don't really worry about people stealing my music necessarily, because uh, most of my lyrics are pretty me right like you know i do a lot like my life sort of right. thing, so I don't know if it'll necessarily work, but right, right, but I do remember uh when I first started rapping, you know, I took like a five year gap in the middle, but back before that break, I was putting out some pretty decent stuff, not getting a whole lot of listens, but you know, more than I had been. And then Chris Brown started rapping, you know, it's whenever he like started rapping as well as sing. And my cousin was convinced he listened to my songs and was stealing my lines. Cause a lot of his punchlines I'd had said before, but I just also would chalk that up mm-hmm. to like, yeah, it's called fucking writing raps mm-hmm. though, bro. Like that's what happens. Um, yeah. I, f- I feel like everyone like, like rap, like there, like there, there's just some shit that everybody has said. Said like, um, like, like, like the fucking Nike check punch. Like I feel like everybody, <laughs> right? I feel like everyone has said that at some or like something about like fucking. Um, I'm trying to think of like another uh, punch. It's like, oh yeah, like get off the toilet because I'm the shit. Like those type of like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. Those punchlines that like everybody has like heard before. Yeah, and um, but yeah, if you have some like, like more specific, like intricate ones, then yeah, I could definitely see why you would think that. Right. So I mean, I think that's the thing. But now for beats, I guess I'm not worried. I'm worried a producer will steal it and sell it because that happens. I've seen the horror stories, and I don't load my beats out with tags because honestly, if uh, a poor rapper does rip it off YouTube, I don't really care as long as they give me you know produced by you to the bow or whatever on there. Um, Right. If right. they blow up, we'll figure it out later. It's kind of my my general thought process. Um, but I also do sell beats. So I, I guess would rather them buy it. But I, I get it. You know, I was a rapper once who stole beats all the time and, and did that exact same thing. Um, but I would hate for another producer to rip it, take out my tag, and then they sell it on their store for a bunch of money. Like that shit would piss me off. Or like right. someone blow up on a song. I, yeah, that would that would be messed. Yeah, that yeah, that, that's 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 not even, that's not even like I I first of all like if 
if if uh, yeah, that, that's crazy because like if I if I made a song and it was like a hit, I would want to work with that with that person again. So I wouldn't even you know I would I would I would definitely do whatever I could to to like hey like like make it like you know like let's keep this going. I, wired like that so i totally right well totally i totally understand and i have this uh producer challenge podcast that come out now once a month where uh producers make beats and we judge them and on the newest one i'm giving out a free a royalty free melody loop and i kind of put a note in there of like these are royalty free i think that means we're like they don't have to they just can use them, you know, with no questions asked as long as they've entered this contest. And I was like, but if y'all ever become like, if y'all make a hit, I would expect y'all to to hook me up somewhere. Like, but I understand, like, I give up that right once you yeah. give away a royalty free yeah. loop. Um, and I just made it over two days and done it for fun for this contest. So I tried not to worry about it. But since I've released that, I've been like, fuck, what if someone makes so much money off of my work? You know, like, that is something I've thought about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I I get it because I had a um when I first started started write a song, um, uh, and it was very similar to uh, uh, J Cole's ATM. Mm-hmm. I had a song. It was song. It was called. It was called Count It Up that I wrote in 2017, and li- literally a couple months later, J Cole had released KOD, and uh, um, ATM was on there, and it's and it's the same like same like Count It Up. No, no, no. Like it's the same the same melody and um you know I, obviously I, I i was like there's no way people came across like my my fucking song but like the thought ran thought ran through my head like damn that could like you know like if i would have um i don't know like it was just like damn damn like if jake holden did, did the same melody i did but he just has the the um the the publicity or the the clout you know so it's just like well it was motivating but at the same time it was just like damn like i wish i was like a star then this would be like a hit but right well, it's kind of it like, is what it is. Uh, you know, I'm going to hate on a rapper because that's what I do sometimes. Like Lil Uzi Vert. People love Lil Uzi Vert. I've never really listened. I try to listen to his newest, uh, you know, double album or whatever. And I, I listened to because people mm-hmm. were calling him the GOAT. I was seeing on Twitter, they said he is the greatest rapper <laughs> of all time. So I was like, well, let's check this fucker out. And I was like, if you think like of all what? Time. I'm like, what? Uh, okay, wow. I was like, what are y'all talking about? Like, I couldn't find anything in that you know so like i don't know the world so so you never know on music that's what i'm saying so like people will swear those are hits right like he'll put out a song that's like classic nothing but fire and i'll put out some shit that i'm like that's my you know i really think i worked real hard on this so people are like uh that's all right and i'm like you like this other (laughs) shit over here like so it, it is like you can't let it get you down like i don't think i have that mentality but it's just like you can't force a win, I guess is what I'm saying. Like you just got to do you and what will happen will happen. Yeah. Cause you can't decide what other people think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know for me, like I, I just try to make shit that I really, cause like you have to, you have to perform your shit, you know? So it's like, you have to make something that you like. Otherwise, like if you're on stage or whatever, like you're not going to really like that, that, that really changed my perspective towards making music. Like when I started performing, and I was like, damn, like I don't even feel comfortable performing the I didn't I didn't really like make it with the intention of me liking it. I made it with the intention of me trying to get other people to like it. So now I don't even really, I don't really even fuck with it. Um so now uh when I do make music, I um I try to do it for myself first. Like I don't even let I don't let my friends listen to my music. I don't like I, I don't let them listen to it before it's finished. Right. 
because because oftentimes like I used to show people songs before they were finished. And like I would be like, like, okay, so like what do you think? What do you think? And then they'll just give me like a half-ass reaction, and then I won't be confident about the song anymore. Right. Yeah, I I'm I'm sure I've shown like skinny and then my homie Powwow, he was he's been there like when I record, you know, he's one of the few people that have uh, and then skinny is so positive, he's on my music podcast that I'll normally show him something because he no matter what, he'll act like it's awesome. But then again, I don't take it too seriously because he's never told me anything's bad. So I'm like, dude, something's got to be bad. You can't. Right. <laughs> so. Right. But it's like, I don't have that fear with him. But yeah, like, um, I don't normally show like my wife stuff that's not finished. Um, or yeah, I don't, I don't like to post snippets of songs that are, they're in progress. You know, I might share a snippet of a song that's done or something, but I won't normally go right, something exactly. in progress. So I exactly. understand. Yeah. Cause you, you don't want to, you don't want to have, you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to let anyone, um, like, you know, just give you that doubt because that could be your next hit. Like, um, you know, like a lot of people, uh, a lot of people have been assigned to like record label labels and stuff. And then they'll, they'll uh, pitch a song to the label. The label was like, we don't see where we, we don't see like how this is going to make us money. And the, the artist will just release it independently. And then that'll be like their biggest song. Right. So you just never know. Um, yeah. You just never know. Like you said, like, can't go by out can't go by people's opinions it's just like whatever you feel gotta just drop it so yeah gonna be dropping some stuff soon and yeah we'll be on the lookout i would just say make sure to send me some music for the music spinoff and then if you would like send me a song to play off the end of this uh whatever song you would like um and we can play it here at the end of the episode oh oh okay dope dope for sure i will i'll i'll uh email you the song yeah Hell yeah. Well, uh, appreciate you being on, man. Um, I got to go get dinner ready. You know, that's my job around here. And um, again, thanks for coming on. And then uh, stay stay in touch. Keep us with music and all that shit. And, uh, you know, we'll keep playing you on the music podcast and all that. All right, for sure. Um, yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, keep. Uh, I'm going to keep supporting y'all. And I like what y'all are doing. Yeah, and where can people follow you and all that? Like, what platforms are you on? Oh yeah, yeah. Y'all can follow me um Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Aaron Harris Entertainment. Uh two A's, A A Ron, uh Harris Entertainment. And it's all one word. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Don't got Twitter, but yeah. You should. Me. Twitter, honestly, just as a little last thing here. Since I went from Instagram to Twitter, I mean I have both. I've gotten so many more listens on music. Like I've just found the music support on Twitter really? to be so much better than any other social media. Now I know that's not always the case. But for me and my style, I guess, and the people I've become friendly with, I've I've just really enjoyed Twitter over everything else. Like my numbers enjoy Twitter. Um, I've noticed. <laughs> so okay, yeah, it's about all it. about the mother. But yeah, okay, I'm definitely uh, I'm gonna look into that then. All right, well, peace, man. Okay, all right, cool. See you later. Live in the nighttime, right here, right now is the right time. Yeah, there ain't gonna be a next time. Better claim me, put me on the timeline. Yeah, I know you worry about your man's the shit. He not the type of nigga who gon' buy you fancy shit. He the type of steal your bags and dip. Uh, get with me, I'll make your ex a blip. Yeah. Get with me, I'll make your ex a blip. 
you with me, I'll make your ex a blip. I come alive in the nighttime. Right here, right now, it's the right time. Yeah, there ain't gonna be a next time. Better claim me, put me on the timeline. Yeah, I know you worry about your man's a shit. He not the type of nigga who gon' buy you fancy shit. Yeah, he the type of steal your bags and dip. Uh, you with me, I'll make your ex a blip. Uh, walked in and made him real queasy. Can't see me, bitch, I'm too breezy. Shut it down and made it look easy. Goddamn, he made it look sexy. I see the haters tryna step to me, but they really just tryna get next to me. Yeah, I got a name and a legacy. This is my house, y'all are just guests to me. Uh. I've got a lot to know, baby. I stood around enough. I think you are the one for me. Tell me you're down the road. Someone like me, yeah. I've got a lot to know, baby. 